from the horse capital of the world, the great city of Lexington, Kentucky. Welcome to Red Barn Radio. Wherever in the world you're listening, join us as we celebrate the music and artists of this Kentucky region. Tonight, Red Barn Radio presents a concert performance with Crackle. Coming up on Red Barn Radio. Laughing at shadows that are chained to a wall, defined by the sunlight that burns ever cold. The captain says, can I help you, my friend? I can see through your clever disguise. Come see my ship, you might take a short ride On a sea filled with losses and lies Redemption may be closer at hand Than you might imagine or might understand Rigging for battle as the smoke fills the air Loading the cannons As the sails start to tear The captain says, can I help you, my friend? I can see through your clever disguise Come see my ship, you might take a short ride On a sea filled with losses and lies Redemption may be miles away In some desperate ocean Or small hidden bay Fourteen years ago In the summer of your seventh year Red Barn Radio is brought to you with the financial support of Visit Lex, Lexington, Kentucky's Convention and Visitors Bureau. Planning to visit Lexington or just looking for more information, Visit Lex is on the web at visitlex.com. 
We're more than just bluegrass. LexArts, Lexington, Kentucky's Arts Council, creating a great American city inspired by the arts. We'd like to thank Sims Pizzeria and Soda Fountain for supplying food each week for our musical guests and volunteers. Chef Greg Scott and Sims Pizzeria and Ice Cream Parlor is located just minutes from Lexington in historic Wilmore, Kentucky. For more information, see Sims Pizzeria and Soda Fountain on Facebook. Listen locally. Working in concert to encourage everyone to embrace any opportunity to listen locally and engage with each other in a variety of shared experiences, including music, theater, poetry, dialogue, and conversation. You can learn more about Listen Locally on Facebook, Instagram, and at listenlocally.net. The Griffin Gate Marriott Resort and Spa is Red Barn Radio's guest accommodation partner, providing hotel accommodations for our musical guests. The Griffin Gate Marriott Resort and Spa is the ideal choice for your next visit to Lexington, Kentucky. AccuPrint provides printed programs each week for our audience members. For all your printing needs, AccuPrint is on the web at accuprint.us. Good evening and welcome to Red Barn Radio. I'm Becky Alfrey. Now in our 17th broadcast season, tonight is Red Barn Radio's 620th live concert performance. Yes. We are pleased to present a program of great live music with our featured guest artist, Grackle. The band has evolved from a recording project to a three-piece band and now a six-piece band. Grackle creates a style of music that is somewhat outside the mainstream, though might be described as piano-driven indie rock. Please welcome Grackle to the Red Barn stage. you see thoughtlessly go through the motions holding a cloth filled with ice to your head you're trying to numb the emotion there's part of yourself that keeps running you find when your road meets the sea that your spirit is visibly wasting hold on to something for comfort is fleeting pulling you down with the weight of believing you're lost in a fog that encumbers your mind safely 
Fred Barn Radio's host, Brad Becker, with Brad Brad? Right, thanks, Becky. Wonderful to have you all here with us. Great to be here. Thanks, Brad. Music is so rich, so colorful. Love to hear you reflect, Steve, on your sort of earliest exposure to music and maybe retrace the steps that brought you here. I was 12 years old. I'd been kind of like a lot of kids that age. I'd been sort of growing up around my parents' music. Something kind of shifted for me, and I started to to gravitate towards my own taste. And I remember when I was 12, I bought my first vinyl record. And it was, uh, it was an, al- an album called Left Overture by, by the band Kansas. And that particular album, it was important to me because I think it just pushed all of these different sort of buttons and boundaries. It didn't put music in a particular box. It said that you didn't have to go from A to B. You could go from A to B, but sometimes you have to go through Z to get there. And I think that album was really important to me early on and just kind of said to me, if you're going to get into writing and playing, you don't have to do it by the numbers. Yeah, cool.
I guess that was the time, pretty close to the time, when Boston came out with their album too, you know? It was so it was this massive electronic orchestral wall of rock yeah. that was so different from things that had happened before. Yeah, and that lead vocalist for Kansas, I can't remember what his name was. Uh, Steve Walsh. Amazing yeah, you know, singer. Just like, just like with Boston, right? Exactly. That incredible voice of that guy. What was it that you would call your, your parents' music? Oh, they loved uh, Paul Anka. They, they were big fans of Paul Anka, and uh, they loved uh, Barbara Streisand and Helen Reddy, and, gotcha. and some of that like kind of late 60s soft, uh, soft pop. Carpenters? Yeah, they loved the Carpenters. Yeah, and, uh, yeah right, who would not, who cannot? Exactly. They also gave me, you know, they gave me the gift of exposing me to music, but they also gave me uh, piano lessons. Oh, good, okay. And uh, so I, I was kind of inundated in that instrument for, from a very young age. From 12? Actually, I think I started when I was five. Oh, wow. Yeah. I'm talking to Steve and Joanna Katsikis, and they sing together. Joanna is the, the vocalist behind, uh, behind Steve's voice here. 
I'll wait for the dream to run its course, but strangely, I am not asleep, awoken from a hazy bit of mist, uncertain what is coming next. I am fighting with the window to open wide, suffocating on the dust of the day. We are living in the suburbs of Babylon. I don't think that I can understand what you So you and Jeff started playing together. Jeff, the, your drummer yeah, here. Yeah, Jeff Gard here. Jeff Gard, uh, right. So Jeff's one of the first musicians I met when I moved to Louisville from Florida. I've known Jeff pretty much since I got here, and Jeff and I played in a band before. Uh, that was a lot of fun. When it came time for uh, recording some songs that I had in the hopper, I called him up and said, hey, you want to do some recording? And he said, sure. And we got going with it and kind of liked the direction it was going. We're like, well, how do we play this out just like keyboards and drums? He's like, we got a bass player. And so we started sort of looking for a bass player, and it was exactly the time when we were looking, maybe to the week or to the month, it was really close, that Steve Dietrich kind of wanted to get back into playing music. He kind of stepped out a bit. So we were looking for him at almost the same time he was looking for something like we had. And so I think it was sort of meant to be. What was it that brought you from Florida to Louisville? 
I took a job. I work at Spalding University, and I teach psychology there, and I was ready for a change, and Joanna and I have, uh, at the time we had our, some pretty young kids. They're, they're grown up a bit now. So and, the two of you met in Florida? Well, we met musically. We met in college. We were in Nashville together and met, met in college, and uh, she'd been in the choir. She was a choir person, and I was in the jazz band. I was meeting exactly zero women in the college uh, jazz band. Um, so I decided to join the <laughs> choir, um, which I'd never done before, and met her, uh, met her in the choir. So that's where we, uh, we, we kind of got connected. <laughs> oh, Joanna, Joanna is shaking her head. No, I do not remember any of this. No. I could be making the whole thing up because it's a sweet-sounding story, but it, but it is it's the truth. It's a very nice-sounding story. Joanna, what's your version of the story of how you two met? October 15, 1988. Oh, okay, a lot yeah. more specific. A little bit, yeah. He, well, it was the day after my birthday, so I, I tease him. I had just turned 18, so he waited until I was legal, and we never dated anybody else. You've just told us how old you are, you know. Yeah, that's all right. I don't yeah, simple math you know does what? that. I, you've got I'll all these say eights. this. You know, I would rather be, you know, 48 and still flying around the sun than not. So uh -huh. I'm, I, I'll own it. It's fine. Yeah, talk <laughs> about your musical background. I was always in the choir. Um, you know, from the time I was little, you know, I would, I would hang around the church choir. My mom, uh -huh. my, both my parents sang in the choir. And then, what kind of uh, church? Well, it was a Presbyterian church back then. Okay, so yeah, they do some good heavy church music. Oh, yeah, yeah, solid, you know, whatever. <laughs> not, not gospel. <laughs> no, no, no. Hymnal Exactly, stuff. good right. old traditional stuff. Right. And then uh, I guess when I got to college, I tried out for the choir, you know, because I'm, I'm always going to sing. I was supposed to date a fraternity brother of his who got my phone number wrong, and Steve thought that was perfect. So uh, he and I started dating instead, and actually he quit the choir about two weeks later, and... Uh, why, why wouldn't I? Well, you, your, your purpose was fulfilled, right? <laughs> I don't remember when you and I started playing together. I think, I think you had some stuff in, when we moved to Arkansas, that you wanted to play out, and we would just kind of sing together a little mm -hmm. bit, you know, at open mic nights and whatever. You know, we moved to Florida. I was fired from a band or two of his. That was awkward. <laughs> yeah, no, certainly, right. <laughs> Given to me All the things that I see Sigh as you think 
about Left Overture. And I just got the reflecting button, you know, how big that album was for me. You know, it's like that Carry On My Way Where It's On, you know, and starting off with those amazing acapella vocals, starting off the song. For that song, I have to say, what locked down the song for me was the guitar lick. You all sort of boast about the absence of guitar in your music. <laughs> well, it's kind of a, t a tongue-in-cheek thing. We've, I know it we've had so many guitar players play with us. And really? It, yeah, yeah. Just some different folks come in, and it just it hasn't clicked. And so rather than you know, say that we've been rejected by 19 different <laughs> guitar players, we want to be you know, guitarless. Yeah, 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 that's it. We want to be guitarless. And it actually, I think it's been great because if we had a guitar player, it would just, it would change the sound of the band. And I don't think we would have had the opportunity to, to find the fantastic string players in Myra and Kay that we have also. So Myra and Kay are both over there and you all have been speaking volumes with the great stuff you're playing over there. As a trio, we were still looking to round out our sound a little bit. And I came across a classified ad and the classified ad grabbed my attention initially. And it said, violin, flute, saxophone. I think that's all you listed. You play about 19 other things, but those okay, are the ones. Okay, and that was Myra. That's Myra. Yeah. I contacted really quickly the, the, uh, the number, the, the email. She wrote right back, and we got together within a week. And I got to hear her play, and I'm like, oh, my gosh, you are fantastic. Like, do you want to keep trying this? And she said yes. Just kind of jammed around, and she just had this, uh, this wonderful approach to the instruments, and, and she plays all the different instruments, and uh, it just really was, was great. Memories of falling snow Despite the fact that we all know The sky's indifference to the watchers far below Coincidence and guiding hands are similar to unmade plans and puppet strings and fate and acts of randomness. Coming up, more Red Barn Radio with Crackle. Recorded live 
from the Performance Hall at Arts Place in Lexington, Kentucky. We're back with more from Grackle after this break. This is Red Barn Radio. Welcome back. Tonight, we're with Crackle, recorded live from the Performance Hall at Arts Place in Lexington, Kentucky. This is Red Barn Radio. Who has lingered, who has screamed, and who has whispered? The ocean cares so little for the words of men. Past the exit and a blur we left behind. Truth in fragments. In the pieces of our mind We go on and only sideways Till the rails can catch our drift Down the lonely highway We've gone adrift I am pressed against the door I am trying to You're classically trained tomorrow? I started violin when I was eight. Both my parents were involved in music, and my mother was very classically trained on piano. So in eighth grade, I picked up the saxophone and played those two instruments well through college and just picked up other instruments as it went along. As a classically trained musician, how did you learn to improvise? I don't see that as a part of, of classical music training. You just do it. It just is second nature almost. You listen and just, the patterns fit. You teach young people. How early on can you start to teach children how to improvise musically? Well, I start with my kindergartners. With small things, you have to limit them, maybe two notes or three notes, um, and that's all you give them. So you don't give them all, all of the notes <laughs> or all of the instruments. <laughs> so. The river crested late last week And overflowed into the streets Some things were swept away And some were just misplaced the rising waters washed away the need 
And Joanna, you, you teach as well. Do you feel that these days, with the exposure the kids have to music training on YouTube, do you think that there are more kids now who are feeling like, hey, I can do this? I you can know, I think we are. I, I, 
in some ways, you know, we're, we've done a lot of limiting of arts in schools, and that's a real shame, you know, but there's a lot of programs that continue. I think the access that kids can have now, you know, and the things that they can learn through YouTube, you know, and you see these, like, little kids, like, drumming this, like, incredible thing, and they're, like, you know, four. You're like, whoa. Of course, there's some attractedness that kids have towards music when they feel that pull. The internet has really made things accessible. You know, my our kids, uh, Steve and I have two sons, and uh, their favorite music is Kansas and Genesis and Pink Floyd. Oh. And I mean, they're, they're what do you know? Ben Folds. I mean, my, my 14-year-old cannot get Ben Folds out of his iPod. He just, he loves it. Ben Folds, piano player. Yeah, yeah. He's a yeah. guy, right. He's, he's contemporary, and he's just, he's a phenomenal piano player. So this is a true story that we're about to tell you involving a harrowing drive down I-64 heading east from Louisville towards Lexington. I'm driving home at the end of the day in a trance, like many of you, on the highway, not really thinking. And suddenly I notice the car in front of me starts smoking. Hmm, car is overheating, I say to myself. As I get closer, though, it's not overheating. There are flames coming out from underneath the carriage of the car in front of me. That got my attention. I'm following for just a few more minutes, or a few seconds, felt like minutes. And the person in front of me pulls off into the center line where there's a, a very narrow shoulder obviously realizing that something's not right. As I pass and I just slow down, I look over. There's a woman in the car who doesn't look the slightest bit alarmed. I put my brakes on, immediately get over into the shoulder, and I jump out of my car. She's obviously not aware that anything is wrong. I wave my arms. I said, get out of your car. Get out of your car. She looks puzzled at me. I said, get out of your car. It's on fire! That got her attention. She left the car. I motioned for her to run to me. She did. Just as she got 20, 30 steps away from her car, boom, explosion. Hood flies up. Smoke goes up. Flames go up. But she was safe. She got in the back of my car. She made some phone calls, and we waited for the fire department to come, which they did. And it got me thinking that Sometimes you're in the wrong place at the right time. Sometimes you're in the right place at the wrong time. Sometimes you're in the right place at the right time. That's what this song is about. It's called The Interstate of Circumstance. any day, an automatic ride, a flapping of the wings, a distant butterfly, and motion starts a chain of unrelated tides pulling on the earth. In trance I fall awake, see the rising smoke, the flames are dancing underneath your mind, a ticking of the clock. So slowly in my bed, oh, babe. 
state of circumstance When all fate was blind and intertwined in happenstance But put me in this place with destination called a rolling of the die the center line was walled I step into the scene and share with you my warning stream met you on the road the interstate of circumstance when all fate was blind Intertwined in Can you talk to us a little bit about your training? Unlike most of these guys, my parents weren't really, uh, they really weren't into music. They thought, well, you know, don't, <laughs> there's no use wasting your time being a musician. You're not going to make any money. <laughs> well, maybe they were into it until you, until you started beating on the drums and yeah, making all that that's noise. That's probably it. And they said, please, please don't. My education came from the uh, Fayette County, you know, band just playing in schools. Who are some of your favorite drummers? How about, how well, about know, like... When I was uh, a kid, I guess uh, I started listening to uh, Mitch Mitchell, Ginger Baker, oh, yeah. John Bonham, you know, the rock guys. Yeah. Uh, but, you know, Mitch Mitchell and Ginger Baker kind of had a jazz side to them. 
but I was mostly a rocker until probably around uh, first year of college. Mm. And uh, a band called Weather Report came to uh, UK Student Center. The band Weather Report. Yes, yeah, band, okay. Weather Report. And uh, I, I, just a bunch of friends of mine, we went, oh, we'll go see Weather Report. That sounds like a cool name for a band. Maybe they're pretty good. <laughs> so we went to see them, and for me, that was it. That was like, wow, this is... This is what I want to do. I want to play jazz. <laughs> that must have been amazing. It, yeah, it was mind-blowing. Joe Zabinu, who plays the keyboards, started with this uh, steamship sound. And I, the ground was rumbling and the walls were rumbling. And I thought, this is emergency. We need to leave. <laughs> <laughs> but then, then the music started. And I went, wow. I was just blown away. Wow. And, uh, and that's, I just started delving into jazz, 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 and just listen to jazz all the time. So by the time you and Steve got together, you were both sort of on the same path. You want to do something different. You want to do mindless rock. You want to do some thoughtful stuff. Right, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I, I always liked program music. It's music that makes sense. It's uh, sounds that make sense and go with the music or go with the theme. Whenever I played with somebody, uh, I always said, well, what, what is the song about? Yeah. You know, because you could just sit here and play all day long, but if the song is about something like love or something deep, like Steve writes a lot of deep songs, so right. it's tough on me with my small brain to, <laughs> to, to come up with something that, you know, kind of goes with that sound and goes with that emotion. Uh, and that's hard to do with drums. Uh, Maybe that's why I have so many. <laughs> a feeling familiar, a late night call, a thread has unraveled.
like to thank Rackle for being with us this evening. Thanks to our volunteers for their help with our production each week, especially Ryan Zenka and Kate Heinenen. And a very special thanks to Becky Alfrey, who was able to join us tonight and host the program. <laughs> Becky also does terrific work with our social media. We thank you all for listening to our webcast, watching us on Facebook Live, and to those of you listening to us on the Red Barn network of radio stations. We also thank the members of our studio audience for supporting the mission of Red Barn Radio, which strives to present, promote, and preserve the rich musical tradition and artists of this Kentucky region and share this treasure with the world. Red Barn Radio comes to you from our home, the Performance Hall at Arts Place in downtown Lexington, Kentucky. Our website has updates and further information on our guests and program on their web at redbarnradio.com. Tickets for Red Barn Radio are now available on the web at eventbrite.com, Lexington. Hey, once again, let's hear it for Grackle. Can you all play another one for us? All right. Thank you all so much for coming to me.
is the nature of nature, a mystery left to be solved. The only solution I'm left with is pushing myself to evolve. Something's beautiful, I feel it all around. Something's calling me, it's waiting to be found. Radio would like to thank Steve, Jeff, Steve, Myra, Kay, and Joanna, Grackle, for being with us tonight. We'd like to thank Sims Pizzeria and Soda Fountain for supplying food each week for our musical guests and volunteers. Chef Greg Scott and Sims Pizzeria and Ice Cream Parlor is located just minutes from Lexington in historic Wilmore, Kentucky. For more information, see Sims Pizzeria and Soda Fountain on Facebook. Listen locally. Working in concert to encourage everyone to embrace any opportunity to listen locally and engage with each other in a variety of shared experiences, including music, theater, poetry, dialogue, and conversation. You can learn more about Listen Locally on Facebook, Instagram, and at listenlocally.net. The Griffin Gate Marriott Resort and Spa is Red Barn Radio's guest accommodation partner, providing hotel accommodations for our musical guests. The Griffin Gate Marriott Resort and Spa is the ideal choice for your next visit to Lexington, Kentucky. AccuPrint provides printed programs each week for our audience members. For all your printing needs, AccuPrint is on the web at accuprint.us. Red Barn Radio's executive producer is Ed Commons, who also directs our show. 
Red Barn Radio's line producer and booking manager is Warren Cobb. We also thank our volunteers. Like us on Facebook, follow us on Twitter. You can attend a Red Barn Radio concert in person. You'll find performance dates and times at redbarnradio.com. The Red Barn Radio playout theme, Wookie Foot, was taken from a live performance of the Wooks here on Red Barn Radio. For more information on the band, they're on the web at wookoutamerica.com. Thanks so much for listening. We'll be here again on this station next week at this same time as we celebrate the music and artists of this Kentucky region. I'm the voice of Red Barn Radio, Tom Brown. Red Barn Radio is brought to you with the financial support of Visit Lex, Lexington, Kentucky's Convention and Visitors Bureau. Planning to visit Lexington or just looking for more information, Visit Lex is on the web at visitlex.com. We're more than just bluegrass. Lex Arts, Lexington, Kentucky's Arts Council, creating a great American city inspired by the arts. Red Barn Radio is a production of Red Barn Radio, LLC. (laughs) 